Hi, and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto Podcast. My name's Chris, and it's fantastic to have you back with us for another podcast video. And in today's podcast, I want to touch on a few different subjects. I want to touch on Ethereum. I want to touch on um, the SEC, how some of those um, movements of uh, substantial amounts of ETH can be linked back to the evil regulator, the SEC, in my opinion. And um, have the SEC been rumbled uh, with their, I guess, ill ill faith uh kind of games that they've got going on um that are really plaguing uh the the cryptocurrency space um in a hurtful and um i guess dangerous way and how it's negatively impacting investors the very investors their mission statement suggests that they're here to protect so we're going to dig into all of that you know me i think the sec uh, particularly gary gensler is absolute scum and uh you know have uh, let investors down and i think actually there should be some punishment that goes uh, their way particularly with gary gensler and the leadership team of the sec for the amount of failures that have happened under their watch and you know there seems to be some clear uh, evidence that demonstrates that they're aware of everything that they're doing and how hurtful it can be to the crypto industry if you enjoy this sort of content mash up the like button subscribe if you haven't subscribed already tap in that bell selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video right let's get down to the desktop so really important stuff that i want to cover off kraken to withdraw 1.17 billion dollars of staked eth in line with the sec ruling um and settlement obviously uh so look why is this important what are they going to do with that crypto are they just going to hold it are they going to get rid of it um really interesting uh to, to see what actually unfolds here and uh yeah look could be concerning for eve now i'm not talking about this and highlighting it because you know uh i think ETH is going to pull back or anything like that there is arguments you know going on whether we're going to see a big pullback for ETH because obviously it's all unlocked now and people can just you know take their ETH and sell it and many people will do that um but there is a counter argument that is unlocked and you can unlock it now and you know more people are going to put their uh, ETH into it and and lock it up so there's there's two arguments going on uh, and i don't really give a shit which way it goes to to be quite honest um you know look i think uh, ETH will go up in value i think that it's a you know a potential you know opportunity over time but you know with that said i think there are better protocols out there uh, that have you know more potential gains over time for example cardano i think it's a better technology and i think it will outperform ethereum um, and i'm just going to put that out there but um the reason why i bring this up is just look at the impact that the sec has on the space just just look at this 1.17 billion dollars worth of eth what are they going to do with it unstaked uh, or going to be unstaked um you know the sec uh, are creating some big waves in the space i don't care what people say um this is you know in my eyes not positive but let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below we also look at the ripple legal team they strike back in response to the sec letter and um, basically they filed a response to the uh, sec in a recent letter uh supplement 
authority in support of a motion for summary judgment in the ongoing case um, against, obviously, the, the Ripple um, company. So, um, look, it's, it's an interesting one in the respect that, you know, the, there's a lot going on. And uh, I like to see the fact that they're, they're coming back with something that is, you know, uh, I guess going to... I guess com combat what they're they're talking about. So the the Ripple team has pointed out the Commonwealth uh, case rejected a fair notice uh, defence on summary judgment, even when the SEC had been aware of the practices in question for over two decades and had not adopted rules addressing the specific uh, conduct. This they argue strengthens their argument that the SEC has not provided adequate notice to Ripple Labs regarding the disclosure obligations. So it continues. But I think the SEC, you know, uh, as articulated here, SEC uh, getting wrecked, uh, basically there's an abundance of evidence that the SEC not only uh, aware of the widespread regulatory confusion, but also helped to basically give you know, vague guidance uh, that um, is different from the Howie test. So you've got here SEC doubles down on him and uh, testimony, uh, according to, to legal uh, analysis. Again, here, the Hinman uh, standard, a potential path forward for token offerings. Uh, again, here, digital asset uh, transactions when Howie met Gary. Uh, and again, like there's just lots and lots of uh, stuff here that does indicate it. Uh, can digital assets offset as a security become uh, over time something other than security? And, and you know, there, there's all this stuff that's been put out that really is contradicting what is going on in the Ripple case. So look, they, they are fully aware of what they're doing. They're playing a game and the game is to basically, you know, part as many people with their money and the rich will, you know, go on to, to do really well. And what I mean by this is there are, you know, lots of uh, corrupt individuals within governments, within regulatory bodies, um, you know, within politics that basically are basically lobbying and um, making sure that their investments perform the best. You know, why is ETH not a security and, and Cardano is? I mean, the foundation has been dumping ETH on its own community to pay for, you know, the upgrades and everything that needs to happen on ETH to get it to where it needs to be. So there's arguments there that it's it's a security as well. If you're going to, you know, label, you know, um, Ripple as, as a security, for example, and XRP as a security, then, you know, I think you've got to kind of, you know, be uh, doing a blanket sort of coverage. But, you know, that's not the way that this is working. And why? Because, you know, like I say, the people that have the power are the people that, you know, uh, are invested in some of these projects that you know have got to do well. And that's what it's all about. It's a, it's a unfair rigged you know, platform or game that we're all operating in. Uh, Ripple launches liquidity hub for businesses to bridge the crypto liquidity gap. The liquidity uh, hub aims to offer a pool of liquidity to businesses in addition to Ripple's popular cross-border payment service called 
on-demand liquidity. So again, Ripple, with even with this lawsuit, you know, hanging over their heads, are still pushing forward and looking to deliver. I really do rate this project, being invested in it this whole time. I, you know, was buying when everybody was selling because I think that, you know, the truth is always, you know, what comes out in the end. And I think that this project has been working hard, tirelessly and trying to play within the the, the borders of rules that have been uh, put out there. And um, look, I will argue that I think this is a project that, you know, is already going to be uh, earmarked for huge potential and adoption in the future. So we've got Hacker Rob's crypto exchange BitTrue of 23 million in ETH, SHIB and other assets. So look, just one to, to be aware of. Obviously, Nick and myself, we have an affiliate link where we get a little bit of a kickback from Ledger in the description of this video. Remember, we talk about risk management. We have cheekyschool.com where we highlight risk management courses uh, and stuff like that that you can do in order to make sure that you have the least amount of risk possible and at least understand the risks that you're getting into when investing or keeping your crypto on exchanges. Why use Ledger? It removes the third party risk uh, of an exchange being hacked or a pool being brained or something along those lines you own the keys to your crypto and nobody can take that away from you so definitely check out ledger uh, link is in the description but i wanted to really bring this up because you know everybody seems to be comfortable with exchanges again but there is risk and i want people to be aware of that um moving on uh twitter partners with etoro to let users trade stocks crypto as musk pushes the app into finance and uh, I believe he wants this to be one of the biggest, um, you know, apps uh, out there in order for, you know, I guess in the investment sector. So super excited, super bullish for, for crypto. Uh, again, I, I, I think there's a few iterations of updates that would be required for this to be like something that's mainstream. I just think about people that like I'm friends with, and my family are friends with, uh, and my friends are friends with, uh, and None of those guys trade. None of those guys are into to crypto. And, uh, you know, this change means very, very little unless it's, you know, made for mainstream uh, adoption and it's easy to use and people understand the benefits and all that sort of wonderful stuff. So does it move the needle? Not really. Um, but is it bullish? Yes, it's bullish. Again, it's more adoption. And I love seeing, you know, Twitter you know, move forward uh, in a you know financial sort of uh, landscape in the future. Um, I think that would be fantastic. Bearing in mind, it's already sort of the app, the social crypto uh, updates. I guess TradeFi remains the counterpart, uh, the counterparty. If I get my words out, of choice for institutional crypto investors according to the Bank of America. Crypto company uh, collapses create a void in the ecosystem that traditional finance firms may look to fill, according to reports, if I can actually talk properly today. So look, basically, the Bank of America are saying that traditional companies, uh, banking sector, are going to be getting into to crypto. Uh, this is not you know, something that should surprise anybody. Um, but look, does it really change anything? Are the banks more trusted than any other firm in crypto? Like, uh, probably not. The banks are just as bad when it comes to breaking rules and, um, you know, 
like look at HSBC, for example, one that I will call out that's had many fines for for not following the the the, role, the right rules and um, you're having issues with you know uh, cartels using their banks and stuff like that. So look, I'm just going to put all that stuff out there. Like it's great. Uh, it, it means more people will have uh, the opportunity to get involved in crypto. More crypto products will become you know, more mainstream and all that sort of stuff. This is really bullish stuff. Um, but like, you know, you've got to kind of see it for what it is as well. You've still got that risk involved in it, no matter how trusted people are saying they are. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, mash up that like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Tap in that bell, selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video. And I will catch you in the next one. Take care.